It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Friday, November 25th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the uh, weekend edition of the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less Pisscast. Because it's the weekend. The uh, weekend. How is your weekend looking, Shauna? Your boyfriend's in town? He is. We're going to Banff for the weekend uh, with some friends. And we're going to go to Banff Craft Beer Festival tomorrow night. Go skiing at Lake Louise tomorrow during the day. I'm going to go do some bowling in Banff after. So That sounds like an action-packed weekend. It sure is. Action-packed is what's going to be. Very yeah. nice. McKenna's friends are taking her to Banff for the weekend for her birthday. Oh, awesome. Uh, which is past now, but they're doing a little girl's trip. So yeah, we're having we a boys' weekend. Nice. Yes, I think we're going to go take the boys swimming, maybe. Sweet. Have a little barbecue, watch a movie. Awesome. Yeah, we'll have a good time. Heck yeah. On today's show... Justin's going to join us to talk about his mustache. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you learn today is on here. What we're grateful for. Some more wedding traditions. Another Fortune 500 business. We're going to talk about the uh, spiraling cost of rent yeah. in Calgary. Talk about feuds and whether or not we should start a feud with someone. A, another Terry of the Month nominee. This hilarious story out of Tabor, Alberta today. Oh my God. Um, Talk the town. It is the it was the, the dominant news story today, so we had to weigh in on that. Totally. Which you'll hear after uh, your out of context clip of the show. It is the weirdest thing having to tackle a dinosaur-like bird. V and S in 20 minutes or less. I'm going to assume that if you have been online so far today, you have seen the video of the ostriches on the loose in Tabor? Or at any point last night. And last night, too. If you've just opened your phone today at all, you've probably seen this. It's so funny because in the afternoon, somebody sent me the video, and then I was like, oh, that's fine. And then it just exploded. Oh, yeah. And it was everywhere. And I'm like, oh, how can it not be, though? It is phenomenal. Half a dozen people must have sent this to me. Oh, my it's God, like, yeah. It's, it's one of those. So in the clip, like <sighs> we talked about this in the news, but... Mm. Apparently, there were 20 ostriches on the loose. There were 20 ostriches on the loose in Tabor, Alberta. So RCMP started getting calls around 8 a.m. yesterday about <laughs> the fact that there were these ostriches that were wreaking havoc because I guess they were like running, running across the road and people are like, there's ostrich, there's ostrich everywhere. And the detachment was probably like, this is going to be a wild day. And ostriches aren't the most intelligent of animals from what I've gathered. And they're just so goofy looking. So they're just doing stupid things. Ostriches doing ostrich things. But they're big and strong and fast oh and they God, can be I vicious they're too, big. can't they? They're massive. Like, yeah. So in, in the video, it's the RCMP and like an SUV RCMP cruiser, and they're like oh they're driving up beside one of the ostriches, and then the guy's hanging out, the one officer's hanging out the passenger window, and he's trying to grab the ostrich by the neck, <laughs> yeah. like stra- like strangle it, and oh the ostrich like ducks its dumb head, and then it gets Whoa! loose again. And it's it doesn't bad. make that sound, but I just envision that it does. Sounds sounds just like that. High steps it out of there. The video is just hilarious. Um, and everyone said this to us and was like, "Oh my god!" For your small town news segment, but I was like, "I don't think this is small town no, news. This is being reported everywhere, yes. including here, because I had to put it in the news. Like you have to, and you can't not talk about this. If this happened in any city, Holy it would be crap. if there were twenty ostriches running around and my police trying god. to crowd them. Any, you, this would be a story anywhere. You know, so. Terry was trying to hit it right. Like <laughs> Terry sees an ostrich is like forty points. Let's that's good. Go. E- that's good eating right there. Oh my god! So. Like imagine getting that call though, as your 
RCMP just like yeah. oh, there's an ostrich on the loose. What do you want us to do yeah, about Yeah, we're not this? really uh we're not really trained. Well, you have to wrangle the ostriches in. Like how how does what Do you have a giant ostrich net I can just capture it with or Well, this is the thing like hanging out the window trying I, to strangle it is so funny, but I'm like I don't know if I could come up with a better way to catch an ostrich. No. That's that's probably the best option. When I saw that, I was like that's clever, like grabbing it by the neck. I mean, <laughs> It makes sense. It's the thinnest part of the ostrich if you're trying to wrangle a thing. I don't know what else you would do. You can't grab it around the but the, the round part. Also, you just, you just tackle it. You take your two hands start running. I got like, it! I got it riding on its back. They can weigh like 400 pounds. I, I don't think you'd be able to take it down. I think that if had the cop jumped on the ostrich's back, he would have been riding an ostrich round Tabor. <laughs> <laughs> you take a saddle. Like, what do you do? Where's the it's cowboys? Just, you guys yeah. have practice trying to, trying to ride bareback. Get on that ostrich. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I just heard you a story about the ostriches and heard about it yesterday. And yeah. I work at Cobb's Adventure Park. And we had an emu get out. So just one big bird. <laughs> Not quite as big as an ostrich. And we had to lasso it. <laughs> Did you have someone who <laughs> <You> could rope? <laughs> Well, it was the old guy that works with me. He's like 74, so he lassoed it because I couldn't do it worth a crap. And then I grabbed the rope because I weighed 325 pounds, and we had to kind of get it into a corner where we had these bags. And then I literally had to, like, tackle it, being careful, because if it kicks you, it has these giant talons on it that can literally shred you open. Yeah, yeah. As soon as we got it down, we we had to hogtie it, and the whole time, it makes this weird hissing noise. Oh, It's right in my ear, hissing, and all I can think of, this thing's telling me, if you let me up, I'm going to gut you and eat you. Oh, my God. (laughs) Holy. It is... It is the weirdest thing having to tackle a dinosaur-like bird. I can't imagine. So this is so funny because somebody just messaged and said on the news, it says the actual way to stop an ostrich was to grab it by its neck. And I was like, did the RCMP Google this then? Like, we're sitting there like, oh, we got ostriches to wrangle. Let's Google how you wrangle an ostrich. Like, yeah. Oh, it's crazy. We had to hogtie it. Like, literally hogtie it. Took three of us to lift this email back on the back of the tractor and... The whole time I'm laying on it so it doesn't kick loose and kick the binds off. Yeah. You get home from work and h- how was your day? Well, I fought an emu and I won today. So, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tackled an emu. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. I've got another potential Terry of the month, if I could, to continue on with Terry Vember. Terry Vember has been strong. Terry Vember. Terry Vember? Yeah, somebody suggested Terry Vember instead, which it's brings off the tongue a little better. Neither are great. No. But no, they're this not. is what we have to work with. This it's is what we got. It's been a great month for Terry's, though. It sure has. Uh, and Alexandra brought this to my attention, actually. This happened a couple years ago, though, but the article just resurfaced, and I never saw it before. So it's a retroactive Terry nomination. So at a hockey game in Grand Prairie, it was a game of the Grand Prairie Storm versus the Fort McMurray Oil Barons, which, of course, uh, a bench gate latch broke during the game. So they had to stop the game mid-game, and they actually went over the PA, and they asked, okay, this was the announcement, does anybody in the crowd have a welding truck? So they stopped 
a hockey game. I remember when this happened. I, okay, I remember, so I missed it. Yeah, and I think the story must, like you said, have resurfaced because it was sent to me a bunch of times yeah. in the last couple of days. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah, does anyone in the crowd have a welding truck? And sure as hell, of course, Terry had one out in the parking lot. So then there's this picture of this truck on the ice. Terry then re-welded the latch and the game was able to continue. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a real problem because yes. you can't have a gate that doesn't stay shut. You that can't. could really hurt somebody. Totally. So. Yeah, so they had to stop the game, and uh, the funniest part is is that there was about 10 trucks, I guess, that responded. <laughs> 10 welding trucks were hanging out in the parking lot of this hockey game. Guys were racing to their trucks to be All the guy who got to be the hero. Everybody wanted to be the Terry that could get on the ice and fix that fix that latch. <laughs> 10 guys run out to the parking lot Just, and fire oh, up their trucks. You see everybody stand <laughs> up. <laughs> and, yeah. No, I got it. No, I got this one. No, I do. Because you know that, again, Terry, that's his dream, right? He wants to be the hero oh, man. that fixes the latch at a hockey game. Yeah, and then a friend of the show who sent it to me said, "I bet he, I bet he ripped a few donuts on the ice before Absolutely. he <laughs> drove back off." Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden the whole arena just reeks of darts because his truck it smells like darts, and oh yeah. This is the the grandest of prairies version, the Grand Prairie Terry version of "Is there a doctor on the plane?" Absolutely. Is there a welder in the crowd? Yep, there's tons. Quite a few, actually. Yeah. Uh, we'll always be good for our welding needs. <laughs> B and S in 20 minutes or less. Yesterday, during pop-up audio, uh, we were featuring the song Southside by Moby featuring Gwen Stefani. Yeah. And then we talked about Moby's feud with Eminem in the early 2000s. Uh, and friend Which of the show... so funny. It's <laughs> so funny. Friend of the show, Brett, texted. He said, yeah, but who hasn't Eminem pissed off? I was like, yeah, that's a fair point. It's true. He seems to have had a ton of feuds over the years, or yeah. or beef, as we in the rap game call it. Um, I mean, a lot of rappers have feuds, yeah, right? Like yeah. they'll and go rap battle back and forth yep. between each other, and and you know, insult one another. And thinking, maybe you and happens. I need to enter into a feud with someone, Shauna. Should we get a feud? Should we get a high profile feud a going? Feud going? Yeah. Oh man. I mean, boost our career a little. <laughs> we we kind of do have feuds with other radio stations. Uh, yeah. When you think about That's it. That's true. Well, because yeah. just we've made fun of so many different... We've poked fun at a few. Yeah, there are lots of people who don't like us in this business. Uh-huh. So, okay. So yeah, we, kind of we, we do have a bit of a feud going. Lots of feuds going. But I, I, don't, I don't have anything bad to say about them. No. <laughs> just making a little fun. Yeah. But I guess maybe that does count as a feud. I'm sure that they badmouth us. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know they do. Amongst Friends. one another, for sure. We have moles in different yeah. radio stations who have told us. It's like, oh, they don't they like you us. here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're so, we, I still love it. Oh. Yeah, it's all it's all in good fun. I don't know. No. We poke fun at ourselves <laughs> just as much as everybody else. But anyway. I was going to say, I don't think I'd ever been in a feud before, and I don't really know how to behave in a feud, but maybe I have been in a feud. Yeah. Maybe I've been in one long feud this whole time. Mm-hmm. Huh. Maybe we should make a rap song where we kind of, you know, say something a then. A diss track? They, they'll diss track back to us. And I don't know. Make a diss how do, track, how do we feud? I, this is, <laughs> how old do I sound right now? Can you take courses Let's on how to feud? Let's make a diss track. <laughs> the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Have you ever had a feud outside of <laughs> this job, Shauna? No. No? Never had a feud with anybody? No. No. I've had like falling out with friends groups before. Um... I remember Why? distinctly two times. I th- honestly, I think they were both my fault. Okay. I think it was my behavior that caused the falling outs. So, well, at least you can admit that now. Yeah. yeah. Um, at the time, I was probably too prideful, but still good friends with everyone involved. So Sweet. Um, yeah. So I think you learn, right? You do. You live and you learn, and hopefully you don't damage those relationships forever. And exactly. luckily I didn't. So um, I also have like... 
certain people, I would say, online who I have tension with because we have sparred in the past, right? We've disagreed with something on so like on a social media thread or, yep. you know we've exchanged exchanged arguments and yeah now it's tense now it's very tense interesting yeah yeah um but I, you know I, I find for a while there i was i was like i feel like sometimes you might poke the bear a little bit just me to, yeah just to spar with people <laughs> online you don't really do it so much anymore but sometimes like before i, I was like huh sometimes it just sounds like you want to be Contrary, just to to spar with people. Bit which, of a contrarian, yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, I think if I were to engage with someone online, it wouldn't just be to troll them. It would right. be because I actually believe what I'm For saying, sure. right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think a lot of like shitty opinions go unchallenged. It's you true. know, they're just kind of like the accepted opinions. So people are just allowed to say them and don't ever face any pushback. And then they kind of freak out when they do. Yeah. Whereas I'm, I'm maybe a little more used to having my opinions challenged mm-hmm. because. Some of them are a little outside the norm, so it's all right. It's healthy. Yeah, totally. it's healthy to learn how to have those conversations and to not freak out. Yes, not take it personally, not hate each other. So, Definitely. you know where you won't feud, uh, at least with your neighbors over noise, is in a Shane Holmes paired home. One of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes starting from the 490s. These 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. BNS in 20 minutes or less. So, as you know, we've talked about this a little bit, but I've been looking to maybe sell my condo in the mm-hmm. next little while here and go back to renting. Um, holy crap, have rent prices skyrocketed, though. Although it also looks like the price of my condo may have rebounded a little bit as well, but it's crazy. Like, I had no idea how quickly rent prices has gone up. We've talked about how it's gone up a little bit. It's gone up quite a bit. Well, I read the other day that uh, condo and townhome prices are coming up in Calgary, and it's driven by people who have been priced out of detached homes. That makes sense. Um, but I, I didn't realize just how crazy rent had gotten until you told me yesterday. And I was mm-hmm. like, Ugh, can't be that bad. Let me see if I can find you something. Yeah. So I went, I just clicked around on some of the sites and you're right. It's insane right now. Like, like I, when I was renting a while back, I had a two bedroom that I think I was, I think it was like $1,300, $1,200 mm-hmm. a month. And that same place right now is going for twenty four hundred. Like it's it's doubled for a place like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Like looking down around here on the Beltline and stuff. If you want a place that's bigger than four or five hundred square feet and is decent, mm-hmm. you know, looks nice. Like you're paying upwards of two thousand bucks. Yeah. So it's. I couldn't believe it. I honestly didn't know that rent had gotten that crazy. So it's made me kind of second guess because I'm like, well, if rent's that much now, I don't know if there's a point in selling. It's funny though. A friend of mine has a place that's grandfathered in. So he's stayed there for, I think he's been there for six, maybe seven years now. Okay. And he's paying $1,000 a month. It's a place that's just off 17th Ave. Mm-hmm. It has this amazing view of downtown. It is an older building. It's not brand new, but everything else about it, it's probably 900 to 1,000 square feet. Two He's, bedroom? Two bedroom. 1,000 bucks a month wow. is what he's paying. Don't leave, man. Well, that's what I said to him. I was like, well, you're going to die there then because, <laughs> but I was thinking, I was like, I should get your grandf- or your uh, your landlord's name because I would love to give them a shout out because during all of this, while everything is creeping up, he has kept his rent Exactly the same. I guess he did just up it. My friend was like, "Yeah, he upped it fifty bucks a month recently." <laughs> so now he's paying a thousand fifty. I'm like, and that could be just to cover an increase in condo fees or totally. something, right? I wonder if that's someone who either owns the property outright mm-hmm. or that's what I assume. You know, has a has their mortgage locked in and they don't have to worry about yeah, you know, the cost of that going up. So like, well, I'm not gonna 
turn around and gouge somebody but yeah, just because I, I can. I said, you're going to die there. I'll, can I move in with you? We can die there together. Okay. With that rent price, that's great. Yeah. No kidding. Wow. I've, and I feel for people in that situation because how do you ever save to buy a place yeah. if you're paying that much for rent? There's nothing left over after that, right? No. It's nothing left over at all. No. So the, the wild thing to me, though, when I was looking is there are a ton of places available for rent. Yep. So, it, but they're all expensive. So I don't know if, like, it, it, will the inventory eventually bring those prices back down just because there are so many places that appear to be sitting empty right now? I always wonder that, too. But it seems like they're rotating fairly quickly. So mm. they'll come up and then they'll go back down. So I'm like, well, somebody's renting them then, I guess. Or these landlords have to have their rent that high to cover the cost the increase in cost in their mortgage yeah. we've seen recently. It could be mm-hmm. that too, right? Where they're like, I can't lower it, even though there is lots of places available. Well, people said that to me. They were like, well, why don't you rent your place and then go? And I was like, I can't. Because yeah, I would have to charge way too much for rent yeah. and nobody would want to rent it for that. So <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, a bit of a pickle. It's a, it's a bit of a pickle. I feel for people who are I'm stuck in, in one. that one. Yeah. I made a job. D&S in 20 minutes or less. I saw what I thought was a great pun business name yesterday. Uh, I think my eyes tricked me though, but I passed by it quickly and I thought it said... I will tie for you, and Thai oh. being Thai food, like T-H-A-I. Oh, that I will would be awesome. Thai for you. And I saw it, and I was like, that's hilarious. But I got home, and I wanted to look into it further, and I can't find any information on it. So I'm like, I don't know if they're just not online or if my eyes deceived me. I don't know, but... You hallucinated a great I may, pun? <laughs> I <may have> hallucinated. <laughs> maybe I should be starting a Thai food restaurant. That's well, what that means. That name is up for grabs. It is. If you have been thinking, hey, maybe I'll open a little Thai place. Yes. Uh, it reminded me, though, of one of my favorite Thai places <laughs> that uh, a friend of mine, uh, it's right by his place in Guelph, and it's called Titanic. Oh, that's good, too. T-H-A-I, Titanic. Yeah. Were that here, it would be on the Fortune 500 list of local businesses for sure. It would. It's sure. a classic for sure. But uh, yeah, I just was like, there's there's so many that you oh, can come up with when it comes to Thai. Thai works really well. Thai is a great one when you think about it. They're all, It's ripe for the picking. Thai hard. Oh, that's good. Thai hard again. A good day to tie hard. Tie your best. Live and let tie. Tie one on. Just tied in your arms tonight. Uh, <laughs> a thousand ways to tie. They're all good. What about, Big girls don't tie. Big girls don't tie. That's no, I don't think that that's, one works quite no, as well. No, that's not going to work. No, okay. And then you're leaving out big girls. Oh, so. okay. V&S in 20 minutes or less. I went up on some other wedding traditions today. I wet up, I just said. I oh, read up. Oh. There we go. Uh, we've been talking about these recently, and there are so many bizarre things that come along with weddings. Mm-hmm. Like, when you think about all the traditions we still carry forward today and nobody knows where they came from, it's like, they're all very weird. And we don't think about them as weird because they're just so common, but then when you hear about the old ones or ones from other cultures, you're yeah. like, oh, that is strange, but then again, so are ours. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Uh, do you know why we put a ring on that specific ring finger, for example? No. So, the Romans, way back when, believed that the vena amoris, or the vein of love, ran through that ring finger. So it was then connected directly to your heart. So Vena of Love is a funny name for your bits, too. Carry it totally on, is, yeah. Vena Amoris, also. <laughs> very, very romantic. It's your love vein. It's your love vein. <laughs> mm, your love muscle. Oh, gross. Uh, but that's why we put it on that finger, is because they truly believed that finger connected directly to your heart. So you put it on there to say your heart is with that okay. person. Uh, tying the knot comes from the Celtic tradition of actually tying the bride and groom together. Yeah, with the, they put their hands on top yep. of each other and they tie it with a piece of linen. Yeah, so they used to one. actually tie it up, so that's where tying the knot comes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Romans used to crumble wheat biscuit all over the bride's head. 
And I guess that symbolized fertility somehow. The Wheat Biscuit, also another great name for your bets, by the way. Your wheat Biscuit? Wheat Biscuit. Oh, I like that one. And then comes the ceremonial pecking of the bride by birds. Yeah. We're trying to get the crumbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now your the bride comes will be out and pecked by birds, as is tradition. Her Wheat Biscuit is now destroyed. <laughs> yeah been pecked by birds. She's okay. covered in wheat biscuits and he will be later as well. Holy man. As is tradition. As is tradition. Everybody helps with the undressing of the bread. Okay. Uh, also, the, the wedding cake began as a pie that had oysters, rooster comb, pine kernels, sweet breads, which by the way is throat and stomach, if you don't know what sweet breads are, and lamb testicles in it. So that, what? that's what came before a wedding cake is everybody would split open this pie that had disgusting throat oh. and lamb testicles in it. and Just a special occasion. We couldn't have got the better parts for this? You'd all eat that like, instead. <laughs> Gross. All the leftovers? Oh, man. Uh, the Chinese actually, uh, they still do what they call the merry girl cake. And it's much nicer than the lamb testicles, but it's a sponge cake that has duck egg, bean paste, and lotus seed in it. And it's called Merry Girl Cake. Merry Girl Cake. Which that's a hilarious translation, isn't it? I, it totally is. Uh, they still call it Merry Girl Cake to this day, and <laughs> I'm like, I'm calling it that from this point forward. <laughs> I brought you some half baby balloons. <laughs> I'm gonna sprinkle some wheat biscuit on you, and send then you I'm gonna dead, give you a Merry Girl Cake. Send you some dead mother flowers. Oh. <laughs> that's a, Merry Girl Cake. Merry Girl that's Cake. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> So it's the Thanksgiving long weekend for our American friends. It is. Um, And I thought in honor of that, we could wrap up our week here on the show with a, what are you grateful for? Hmm. What are you grateful for, Shauna? Um, This one's kind of just simple, but um, just the, the freedom we have to move within our own country and to move beyond that and to go wherever we want and the limitless options we have to travel is what I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. There are parts of the world where you you cannot freely travel and getting out of your own country is near impossible. I was just thinking, I was like, it's so lovely that we can travel across our country and we have the roads to do that and mm-hmm. the, the ability to do that on a plane and then you can go beyond if you like and go basically anywhere in the world. And it's uh, relatively safe to travel around here? Yep. Not taking your life in your hands if you head out on the road? No. Nope. I mean... I think for, for people who for, for whom travel is very important, like losing that during COVID was was big. Yeah, right. Not being able to to well, go it was, places. It was a bit crazy that you couldn't even go within provinces. Like you're yeah. for a while there, you couldn't even move from your province to another within your own country, which was it's just a weird thing to think about. And then you think there's places in the world where if you leave your own town or or city, you could be killed. Like yeah, it's just yeah, we got got a lot of freedom here and a lot of space. And it was like that for many years too. The road was a dangerous place, wasn't mm-hmm. it? There were there were bandits on the road. There was. You get robbed if there. you ever try to go on the road. So yeah. um, for mine, I can't believe that I've never used this one before. But I'm just very grateful for my wife, McKenna. She's. I feel uh, like you've used that before. I don't think or I maybe have. Maybe a long time ago. Okay, maybe, maybe not. back when we started this segment. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I just feel very grateful to have found you know a partner that I work so well with. You know? Yeah, and I mean we have our. We have our tussles. As does everyone. A bit of a scrap last week over something. But uh, for the most part, we get along. We're on the same page with, you know, how to raise the kids and stuff. And she's a... It's huge. Yeah. She is a wonderful wife and mother. She is. And a person. Yeah. I wouldn't know as a wife or mother, but... (laughs) She's a great spirit. She's a great spirit and a great energy. She's a great spirit. And, you know, like, I've... 
I've, I haven't had many serious relationships, but I dated I dated girls who were good for me and girls mm-hmm. who were not good for me, and uh, and I ended up with the best one. So I that's, feel very grateful for that. Oh, that's adorable. BNS in twenty minutes or less. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? Mind if I go first? Mine's not super uplifting. Yeah. Um, a buddy messaged the other day, and he's like, "When's the last time you read Animal Farm by George Orwell?" And I haven't read that since I was like. 20 years old probably yeah. so he's like he just finished the audiobook version it was like three hours long so I was like okay I'll, I'll give that a go um, and it's it's interesting listening to it now um, like to, as it often is with Orwell like to see all the things that he wrote about playing out in real time it's, right. it's pretty wild yeah. but I was reading a bit about the background of the book and I guess in 1944 Orwell's home was hit during the the bombing of London like and his home was destroyed and he had to sift through the rubble to find all the pages and like in his draft of wow. Animal Farm. And I didn't so, realize that. Yeah, so I mean, the book almost didn't exist. I mean, it's not to say he wouldn't have tried to rewrite it, yep. but his manuscript was damn near lost when his house got bombed. Crazy. Um, and it makes you wonder about all the great works of literature and art that have been lost to history over time. Yeah. So, yeah, uh-huh. I thought that was interesting. Um, we were talking about mustaches earlier, and I got reading into mustaches a bit more. I didn't realize that mustaches were actually required if you were in the army back in the 1860s. Really? You had to have a mustache. If a you tactical were in the army. mustache? <laughs> a tactical mustache. And they believed that uh, it made you look more intimidating. Which is true. And of course it made you look older, which again played into the intimidation yep. factor. And so because of that, it was actually required. And there were a few soldiers who were too young, obviously, to be able to grow a mustache or at least a proper mustache. So they had fake mustaches. <laughs> Really? <laughs> there were a lot of people in the army back in the 1860s with fake mustaches. Mustache wigs. Mustache wigs. Military so, issue mustache wigs. Yeah, which, man, that would be awkward. Like, if you're a soldier, that's the last thing you want to worry about. And that's actually why eventually they got rid of it, because it became such a thing. Whereas, I guess there were soldiers that would be, like, put into military jail, essentially, because they shaved their mustache. And there was just really? so much focus on mustaches, and people were like, this is stupid. Like, we need to stop focusing on facial hair and actually on more important things. It totally uh, makes sense, though. I mean, if you look across the battlefield, the difference between, like, a bunch of 18-year-old boys looking back at you... And, and a bunch, like bunch of stashes. Big mustache, or even big beards. Facial hey? fur, yeah, you're right. It does. It makes you more intimidating. You ever see that photo that went around a few years ago of the two... Um, Canadian special forces and they both have just like these giant beards and they look they look like the two last guys you'd ever want to meet in battle a big like, burly beard yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that's a thing that makes you scary yep it Love sure it. does the BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast Justin's in here hey Justin hey he's got that mustache with oh, him man. again too. oh my god it's terrifying <laughs> that can go everywhere you go or that <laughs> yeah it seems to tag along so, so your November campaign is is wrapping up right away here yeah on Wednesday is the final day your goal was a thousand bucks and you're at uh just a hair over 500 bucks okay was that okay intentional just pun, a oh, hair pun intended pun okay, 100 percent intended. Yeah, just great. a mustache hair just a mustache over hair bucks. yeah <laughs> so you're looking to close that gap yeah yeah if I can and uh, what what happens if you hit a thousand bucks so if I hit a thousand bucks we've got the Calgary Canucks on board and uh, they've agreed to be my firing squad, and they're just going <laughs> to unload on me. Uh, we're, so we're, you're going to be in gear, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get some gear on, um, and like I've I've played a little bit of goalie in my days. Nothing serious, but like these guys are like pros. high level players. Oh yeah. yeah, these guys are like you know they're they're making their way up there. That's going to be amazing. I hope all the shots are high. 
Oh, just yeah, <laughs> just, just whistlers right oh, at your near mustache. the dome, right like, at the just dome. Aim for the stash. <laughs> they're looking to take the stash yes. off. That yes. is exactly the what shot. they're going to do. Yeah, yes. they're going to shoot so hard that your mustache will be gone. Okay, well, I think we could probably help get you. The, the people who listen to the show are so generous. Oh yeah, and I'm thinking that we totally. could probably get you over that thousand bucks, yeah, Justin. I, I knew you guys were the the ones to tap for this. Totally. Um, we, yesterday when you were in here, we were making fun of your mustache a little, uh, and then you sent us an email and said, like, mustache snobbery is a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. People do get a little uppity about mustaches. Oh, my God, do they ever. But sure what do. is and isn't a mustache? Who's yep. got a better mustache? Mm-hmm. They're mustache snobs. <laughs> oh, yes. I remember my first teen stash. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have the gel and the corresponding brush, it's not a real stash. If you have to use just for men, it's not a real mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Rub your mustache joke. on the mic again. There you go. <laughs> I'm farting. I'm a mustache rubbing on the mic. Oh, what okay, is going is on so here? Good. You've been listening to the Beyond S and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.